and welcome to Talk Jela, a podcast series by Weird Kaya. Today, um, I'm your host Sarah, and today with us we have our very own Jingwen from Weird Kaya from the Weird Kaya team. So everyone, let's just give her a very warm welcome. Hi everyone, I'm Jingwen from Weird Kaya. Yeah, so it's good to have you again, Jingwen. I believe you appeared previously on one of our episodes. I think you were the host, correct? Uh, yeah, about the mamas and um, COVID, yeah, pandemic. Mm, so I see. Just a just a side question now. After that episode, did you yourself visit any mamaks after that? Now that the MCO is over, everyone is now back to the uh, endemic stage. Yeah, sure. Like um, I've been to a few with my friends during yum cha session, <laughs> like mm. after dinner. Yeah. Nice, nice. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. as much as I like to talk about mamak. Unfortunately, um, today I'm going. I just want to discuss with you something that you might find a little bit not so pleasant as compared to Mama. So, um, you're going to find out very soon later, as well as our listeners. But let's just start off by with a very casual casual question, lah. Huh? Okay. So, I've actually heard out of all of us in the Weird team, you travel the most, as in. You are one of the very few that has the opportunity to travel overseas. So, just want to ask, how many countries have you visited as of this year, 2022, and where are these locations? Uh, this year, actually, just one, uh, which is Thailand. Yeah. Mm. Okay, aside from um, Thailand, like, after that? Um, you mean before before 2022 or after this? Yeah, like all this while, like throughout when you were old enough to travel, you know? Uh, uh, I've been to around 20 countries. Um, wow. Yeah, mainly in the Europe because um, I went there for my exchange during university. Mm. Yeah, and because um, I studied in China, so China is one of them. And then Singapore, um, Thailand. I don't know if you consider Taiwan one as, as a country, but yeah. Oh, sensitive. Taiwan also. <laughs> and um, yeah, and a lot of um, European countries are like the Netherlands, um, Paris, like, wait, France, um, Italy, mm-hmm. UK, like, like the main three UK, like Ireland, England, and yeah. And um, the Central Europe, like... Um, Austria, Hungary, um, Czech Republic. <laughs> it was too well, long ago. Um, yeah, a few a few countries. Uh. You really sound like Napoleon for a moment. It's like you almost conquered the whole of Europe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I myself, I've only like if you want to talk about Europe, I've only been to like one country in particular. That was Ireland, but that was when I was a little kid. I can. And I can barely remember anything about it. All I have is photos of me, you know, I was shivering every day. I mean, that's what my mom told me. Because <laughs> I learned the, the weather is just cold, like, 24-7. Yeah. So, I'm just curious. Aside from the beautiful scenery, like, you know, the typical things people do when they visit a foreign country, like, what are some of the things that catches your attention the most when you are overseas? Uh, there are a lot, actually. Like, um... The besides scenery, then of course the food, the food mm-hmm. there, and then the, the experience, the culture, and then I think the public transport is a very like, important aspect for um, tourists like us, and also the public um toilet of course, cause like you need to, um, you like anyhow you need to like you know, 
um, solve your own problem. <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> it's a basic necessity, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, like, have you have any um, unpleasant scenes that you have seen in public toilets overseas? Like, have you, have you, do you have like your best, I mean, your worst version, like the worst overseas version of public toilets? Like, whenever you, when, uh, during your travels? Uh, I think mainly in China, because like, as a lot of people know, last time their toilet, their public toilets don't have doors, right? Then mm-hmm. now actually it's, it's slightly better, but then like, um, main, all the facilities are pretty much like, fix uh. so some places even though they improve they don't really change everything so like there are still some public toilets they are quite uh dirty or like um there are some of them like still don't have the door so like yeah i just got to bear with it though yeah and um um i think unpleasant uh would be one of the unpleasant experience would be like the money and like costing wise because uh. like in europe they actually charge you for uh public toilets like um besides all those restaurants mm-hmm. even in a shopping mall or like those um uh, train station or like public transport whatsoever la, they also like they will charge you a certain amount like 50 50 cents but in like euros yeah so 50 cents to one one uh they call it like one euros la. so mm-hmm. yeah it's actually quite pricey for malaysians because like the i think the currency rate is around four fifty now la. back then it was 460 for 470 so yeah it's pretty costly to to go <laughs> to go wow. to the toilet la. yeah yeah but uh is the toilet there does it like the condition does it justify the price that they charge like the the like the um, one euro well they keep it very like clean and nice of course because they it's like a maintain maintenance fees Mm. Um, I would say it's it's cleaner la, but you know, <laughs> paying for toilet is still something that's un- quite as unacceptable for me. Yeah. Oh yeah, true. Also, I mean here, if you, yeah. I mean, I was thinking it's quite similar back in Malaysia, and then when we see a sign saying that oh, you need to pay fifty cents, uh, I mean, we are talking about fifty cents. We're not talking about four fifty. You know, fifty cents, and he, and mm-hmm. we are already screaming our heads off. You know, oh, this is daylight robbery. Mm-hmm. How can you, you know, charge me for me just to mm-hmm. like quote-unquote, relieve my personal problems and so on and so forth. So I think you must be wondering why I'm asking you a lot of stuff about toilets, right? Yeah, so I I actually, I didn't even know that I was going to talk about this because I don't think toilets is something we as Malaysians don't really like to talk about and it's for a good reason as well. So um, from what I've seen so far and what I've read, like both locally and from from foreigners, our toilets are just a living nightmare. Like, you know, people are like, this is like, you know, is this if this is what hell looks like, just welcome, just come to Malaysia and look at the public toilets. So I just want to ask you, even as a Malaysian, like when you when somebody talks to you about public toilets, what is your general perception about it? Mm, if you mean like those at the rest areas or like in school or whatsoever then um yeah it's very it's quite dirty uh, but i wouldn't say uh how to say uh, it's like i i personally find it still okay uh, some of them still okay uh, i mean most of them still okay uh, so just like um 
a few that I feel like it's really, really dirty and I don't even want to like, you know, get my feet into it anymore. Yeah, but yeah. generally, I think on rest areas, like, because I, I, my hometown is in Perak, so like sometimes I will travel back for like maybe festivals or whatsoever. Then I feel okay, uh, still okay. Uh. What about those that are like, um, let's just say like, Mm. I mean, I yeah. I mean, I, you can you can tell there is difference. You go to shopping malls and you and mm-hmm. you can see that there is a considerable level of maintenance and hygiene uh, that is being maintained. Uh. but then yeah. like if you go to like um, what's it called? I I I don't know how to describe it. It's more of like you have like more public presence. I don't know. I don't know what kind of phrase to use this, but you, you get where I'm coming from. It's like. It's like it's like heaven and earth. You you go to the shopping mall, it's like wow, it's so clean. You can even sleep on the floor with it. But then when you go outside <laughs> of shopping malls and everything, you you'll be like, wait, and am I really in Malaysia? It's like I'm looking at two like two different scenarios within the same um time frame, and and it seems that the problem here in Malaysia has gotten really bad to the point where you know even our own. Uh, education minister said that oh I've been hearing that students you know in school are actually skipping breakfast and you know mm. the first thought people might think is that oh they are skipping breakfast maybe because they want to save their money because oh maybe they cannot afford the food you know inflation right now is killing everybody you know including myself so and but actually that's not the case it turns out that students are actually skipping meals because they don't want to use the toilet and to me, I, I feel that's a little bit drastic. Like, how, like, I just cannot, I just cannot, like, uh, compute this. Like, how on earth would you be able to say that um, I don't want to use the toilet, so therefore I'm going to skip my meal so that I don't have to dirty my hands and, you know, I, I don't have to wash my hands. So you as a former student, like, you know, primary school, secondary school at all levels, are you surprised to hear this sort of like uh, announcement by our education minister? Uh, yes, of course, I am surprised. Um, first thing is like I didn't uh, expect the students to do such a thing. Like I mean, provided it's true, lah. Okay, I didn't expect them that expect them to like skip their breakfast just to avoid going to toilets. The second thing is that I'm surprised because he's making this announcement and he's not doing it doing anything to like um change the scenario yeah and yeah i mean i wouldn't do that lah, back in when, when you know when i was in school so i'm quite surprised to hear that you know <laughs> they're just keeping meals to to not use the toilet lah, so well actually to be fair he did come up with a solution lah. i mean his solution was saying okay. that okay guys this is what we're going to do we are now going to order you know schools you know new schools they are going to be built we're going to tell them to improve the design of the toilet so he's like oh you know when they design the toilet we have to make sure that it has good ventilation so that you know it does not stay wet all the time and then we have to make sure that we provide them with what is it called a conducive environment for both teachers and students so to me when i saw this when i read this i felt he was kind of missing the point because I don't think this is a matter of design. I think this is a matter of mentality. Like, in my opinion, you no matter how well how how well the design is, how much money, you know, the kind of material you use for a toilet, if people are not going to be taught on how to use it properly, you are just wasting money. You know, you might as well 
you are better off throwing your money down into the wishing well or something. So, do you agree or disagree with his suggestion when he says that the solution to the problem is to improve the design? Well, yes and no, because um, design actually uh, at some point, like, you know, like the ventilation and stuff, it helps a bit. But of course, I think the main thing is, as what you said, the mentality of the students and how they use it. And of course, um, the resource and like the manpower to clean it uh, regularly or like frequently is another um, issue. Lah. So I think, well, he has a little point when he say, you know, to change a bit of the design, but that's not the the only solution or like that's not the only thing they should do lah. there are m- many things that education like teach students how to use it properly and like how to keep the hygiene of the place and like pay, place more you know um reminders in the toilet all these should be considered lah. yeah mm, yeah i mean i agree with that also but there's another thing you know i i just can't seem to understand why we are malaysians out of so many people in the world we somehow find it super hard to 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 keep the toilets clean like it's almost like we are like telling others like you know i'd rather die than than keep the toilets clean you know it's just perfectly fine as what it is you know water flowing out uh my um god knows what you know floating the toilet bowl and all this kind of stuff so i just don't understand it because we've always been taught in school to be responsible and to you know be considerate to others that want to use the toilet as well so why do you think Malaysians find it so hard to keep toilets clean? Because to me, it's one of the easiest things in the world, you know? Uh, I must say we are not the worst. Lah. Cause, um, oh, really? <laughs> like I said, yeah, like, like toilets in China, they are, they are worse. I mean, not like the W-O-R-S-T worse, it's like worse than us. Lah. So I think there are a lot of um, like places in, in the world or like many kind of people. Um, I think it's just um, what we call, you know, um, the the laziness or like because it's not your house ma, so you just use and go so you don't really have to like you know um, put in the effort or like the responsibility to make sure it's clean because you don't come here very like very often or whatsoever but yeah I think for example I think Thailand also uh, like when I went there for like travel I don't think like they kept the, the public toilets or like public areas very clean also well I think um Mm, I think it's not just a Malaysian thing to me. Mm. Mm. So people often say, if you want somebody to learn a lesson, you have to hit right where it hurts the most. And Mm. for Malaysians, money, you know, when they have to pay for something, that is definitely where they start to, uh, you know, maybe I'm just going to, maybe I have to do this now because I have to fork out money. To, to do something that I don't wish to do but I have to because you know it requires me to pay money so in the past uh, like we mentioned just now public toilets used to charge a fee but now I think it's because people started complaining saying that you know you know there are some people who are taking advantage of it so they actually like um, like what's it called overturn this um, this uh, method but do you think if people are made to pay to use public toilets, do you think it will cause them to maybe, you know, uh, keep, you know, maybe motivate them to keep the toilets clean? No. Because <laughs> I think, yeah, a lot of people, their mentality is like, if I pay for this toilet, means this toilet is very clean because I pay for the maintenance already. Others are going to clean it for me. Then I will just simply like throw. I think some pe- most of the people, they will do it like that lah. It's like they, they throw, then they just like wait for the cleaners because I already pay. Ma. 
you know, like I would, I think these are, this is the main, um, it, this is how most people think. Uh. And then I think, um, if you ask, like, you know, how, how do we, um, like what's the better way to, to make this, uh, to make people remember to clean it better Then I would say it's, um, education and like reminders in the toilet itself. And also like, I think it's from within, uh, cause like, if you're a person that don't, doesn't like, don't really care about it, right? No matter how much you got to pay or whatsoever, right? You don't, you don't really like it unless there's a penalty, oh. Yeah. Mm. I mean, there, there's two ways, because just now what you say is like the entry fee, ma. The entry fee, then I will feel like, oh, okay, then I can pay already, then someone will clean it for me. But if it's a penalty, it's like, for, for example, when, but it's very hard, like, can you, like, you know, find a, a person and stand there and see if you throw the rubbish or you don't like flush, then they charge you whatsoever. But I think penalty is, is a way, it's a better way if you compare to like paying to enter the toilet lah. Yeah, mm. but penalty is not a very rational way also because like you have to, unless there's a AI system or whatsoever that can, uh, that can be applied to charge the person. <laughs> yeah, but I think it's from within lah, like the, the discipline or like the morality comes from within more Mm, so would it be fair to say that like people whether be in the past or in the present like we are not being taught well enough to like to learn how to be considerate and how to take care of public facilities i think um education is there but then i think they have to change and approach and let uh, everyone, not just the you know, like the the students in school, learn a bit about moral. Oh, you have to do when when it's about moral, then they will feel like oh, I want to, I want to obey and not is my is my like it's never mind now. But then if you teach them from another approach, like for example from science, why is it so important? You will get uh what you you will what or like for example what the virus or like the bacteria will will cause whatsoever like in a more scientific uh way and then like make it sound. Because there are a lot of approach to like, uh, for this message to be to be delivered to them, uh. Then mm-hmm. if it's like um, what you call like a scary, more more scary kind of feel, or like, you know, you you'll get infected or whatsoever, then maybe they will be more alert of it. Yeah, I think this would be a better approach. I find, um, compared to just telling them, oh, you have to do this because you have to do this, uh, because it's a, a public responsibility, lor. Yeah, you know, mm. like they will feel like, oh, I want to do it and not it's my okay, la, I want to I want to obey and not oh my la. but if it's a very scientific thing, hey, if you don't do this, then next time you go in, if people don't like follow this, then next time you go in you might gonna or like you might, you know, get sick or whatsoever, then I I think that might be a better way la. Mm, actually for me I feel that's a little bit of a long shot also because you know, mm. there may be times when you tell them, okay, this is what you are going to what this is what you're going is going to happen like for example you're going to fall sick you're going to spread viruses but then there's going to be a group of people that will say that you know they they don't do it and they don't fall sick and then they come back to you and then they rub it in your face like hey you know told you i you know you know i told you so nothing's gonna happen to me but i think you do have a point as well i think people won't learn unless they themselves get a taste of their own medicine. Uh. That, that is somehow human nature. Like, we will never learn until we ourselves get burned, you know, in the process. And they'll be like, oh, actually, this does suck. You know, this has real consequences, not just for myself, but also for other people around me. So, I know that you probably don't want to talk about this, but I was just wondering, 
what were the most disgusting scenes you have ever seen in public toilets? I'm pretty sure there was plenty. <laughs> yes. Uh, I think there was, I forgot where, but I saw like, um, like poops <laughs> in the, in the toilet bowl. La. Not, not like, like those, um, not the seat kind of toilet bowl. It's like the, what is it? One, uh. Ew. Yeah, and then it's there. Lo. And then, um, yeah, I just came out. Because it was too, it was too much for me. I just came out. Yeah. Oh man! Oh, like guys, the hole is just there. Why? Why? Yeah, they just don't flush. and then um, the second one's worst is like the sanitary pads. Oh, they just throw the one with blood in the like the open uh top. What you call the 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 the? Because normally in Malaysia they will have the covered uh dustbin one. Ha, like the, correct, correct, yes. Yeah, but I think I forgot where I it's not in Malaysia. They they I think I forgot is it China? Uh, I forgot like, like I saw like they have an open dustbin and then they just throw the one with blood I know. Like cow cow bird uh, inside yeah. Yeah. Yo, these people yeah. are oh my goodness, this is so disgusting. Like <laughs> I hear this, I'm already I can hear like my hairs all standing on its end, but then these people they really did not power, you know, they'll be like Nah, you yeah. know this is this is sort of like my present to you. Please accept it with with an open heart and with a pair of open eyes as well to the to the poor person <laughs> going to use after that. But I think for yeah. me, I think um I have I mean okay I'm going to say what I've seen and what I've mm-hmm. heard. What I've seen mm-hmm. is quite similar to yours. It's just that thankfully this was inside the hole, but unfortunately it was trying to prove itself that it doesn't sink into the water. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I stepped into it. I was like, crap, I am not using this. And then I go to the next one. Crap, the floor is so wet. What is this? Are we having a flood? And then it's like, it's like an entire row of toilets are all just damaged, you know? It's like, there's not, there's like not even a single survivor. That's how bad it is like here in Malaysia. Like, I have not stepped out to other countries in a long time, but for the record, as a Malaysian, it's really terrible. And then what I have heard is that you said just now people throw their sanitary pads, right? Mm-hmm. I've heard people actually wash it inside the toilet. <laughs> oh my god! I think this I've is heard of this also. you also heard of it, right? I I, yeah. I I don't understand. Like guys, the bidet is for your um, you know, certain body parts. It's not to um cleanse yourself of bodily fluids, like. Guys, I believe in our common sense. And will you just think of the poor soul that is just standing outside and then thinking that that person inside the toilet is just bleeding to death, you know? Like, oh my goodness, I I just cannot. Okay, I really just cannot. I think, I, 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 I man. See, it's so disgusting to the point I can't even form my sentences properly. And this is a first for me. Man. Okay, so... Yeah, I mean, we are talking about so many problems that we see in the public toilets, but no one ever talks about solution. Everyone just says, like, you know, it's not my problem, you know, it's their job, it's her job, it's, as long as it's not me. Lah. So, mm-hmm. what can we as users do to maintain public hygiene? Because toilets are not going to clean themselves. They are, mm-hmm. you know, they are not living things. You know, somebody has to do it. So, so, in your opinion, what are some of the practical steps that we can maintain public hygiene? Um, I think we should learn from Singapore and Japan because I, I think they are they have a very good reputation on um keeping their public areas, especially you know public places like public toilets clean. 
Um, but of course, I think the main thing is um, our every 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 single one of us. I mean, every one of you hearing this, you have to start from yourself. Oh. Yeah, it's when you started to like keep the public. I mean, everyone has to play their part, lah. When it's well, okay, I don't know if you feel this, ah. When you go into a toilet, public toilet, right? When it's already mm-hmm. clean, right? You will feel like you have to keep it clean, one. You know, like like mm-hmm. when you go to, for example, shopping toilet, it's already so clean. You you don't. I think normally people won't won't feel like you know have the have the. They are not um how to say ah uh, not cruel enough to like you know make it dirty one. So when everyone has this um like sort of self consciousness, right? Then um it sounds very a bit like too um. <laughs> like a utopia <laughs> but then it is it's uh like when when there's no that like every when everyone remember to you know keep it clean uh, then it's easier to to keep keep it clean for like a longer time uh, until that one cruel person to like you know break the the peace and the balance of the toilet uh, yeah and then of course i think um, I don't know. I I'm not really sure lah. Like how Singapore and Japan keep their 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 people, uh, aware of like the cleanliness of their public areas. But I think you should learn from them lah. Like most of the countries, because I think not many countries are doing it well. <laughs> I I think Japan and Singapore. I think what I'm seeing from the two of them is. Two two different methods, but each method is practiced very effectively in each respective country. So let's talk about mm. the country that every Malaysian hates to hear, Singapore. <laughs> so yeah, especially right now, everyone's like, oh no, you know we are, you know, Sing dollar now is like, you know, three Sing, uh, sorry, three Malaysian ringgit, and then now it's one Sing dollar. Yeah, I know, but unfortunately, guys, this is what you know we have to learn from the best. So anyway, Singapore, I think, is because. They have laws in place that actually impose heavy punishments on people who, like you know, do not maintain public hygiene. And I mean, I know some people may say that, eh, you know, laws, you know, it's just words. You know, if it's not going to be enforced, what's the point? But you have to remember, this is Singapore, and Singapore has a very stellar reputation when it comes to enforcement. Like they, they really act very quickly. Like you throw like the, you know, what's it called, the remnants of your cigarette butts to the ground. I'm pretty sure within 10 seconds, someone, a police officer is going to pull you to the side and issue you a fine. I Maybe I sound exaggerated, but my impression of Singapore and what I've seen and heard, I think I think every Singaporean can verify. La. Like, heck, they even impose their laws on chewing gum. So if you have a country that even bans chewing gum from entering a country, I'm pretty sure you do not want to mess with them when it comes to, to public hygiene. So that's number one. So... Enforcement. Enforcement is very important. And I think that's something we Malaysians don't take very seriously. Partly, I mean, and you can't really blame us because the authorities really don't do anything. Like, they just see you, then you're like, you know, as long as it doesn't bother me, then I'm not going to do anything. Like the, like I said, mm. the tida-apa attitude, it starts from the top. So that's Singapore. Mm. And then Japan, I think, is the education. I think Japan, I think, I don't know what is being taught in yeah. schools but I'm very very impressed by it because I've never seen a country where the youngest school children have the perfect manners like they will bow they will say thank you to almost anyone that they meet whether or not you're a local or you're a foreigner that's just their way of life and I think Japan is an example that actually teaching people to have civic consciousness is possible because 
I don't think Malaysians and and Japanese people are any different. You know, we all share the same uh, what is it called uh, composition in terms of biology. It's just like again, like how are we being taught? Like what's our education system focused on? So obviously, Japan has done a very good job in focusing on what matters most. That is teaching their people from a very young age to to have a sense of strong civic consciousness. So.、Mm. I'm glad you actually brought up、um, Singapore and Japan because it actually reminded me that these are actually the two things that we here in Malaysia we seriously like. It's、yeah. like we have we have the we have the intentions to do it, but then when it comes to carrying out, we're like, eh, maybe it's too hard. I don't feel like doing it. You see, you know,、mm. they always say Malaysian culture. Hmm. Yeah. 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 We don't have the urge. It's like. If you know, there's always a joke on Singaporeans. They will say, "If no one do, I die. Die will do." Malaysians say, "If no one do, then siapa pun tak tak perlu buat lah." You know, you know, you you see, if you know this has already become like a a joke in in itself already. But sadly, it is true. So I think again, we cannot just push all the responsibilities to the authorities. True, they have their shortcomings, but we even as citizens. We can also play our part. That is for those who have, you know, a better sense of civic consciousness. You can perhaps teach. Don't criticize. Like criticize when you need to, but make sure that you teach. Teach those that are lacking in that habit in、uh, maintaining public hygiene. Because if you're just going to school, 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 they're going to get tired of it, and eventually, you know, things are just going to go back to square one. I, I, that's how I see it because scolding、yeah. is not going to get people anywhere, and in fact, scolding too much is going to push people away. And yeah, hopefully, I mean, this is what we can do, and hopefully, the authorities they will have the political will, or at least just a tiny fraction of it, to actually enforce the laws that they themselves created. Because, like, like I said, no matter you say I want to fine you fifty thousand to for throwing rubbish or. For not flushing the toilet, what's the use if you're not going to, quote unquote, scare people a bit, right? Like be like Singapore. I'm not. I'm not saying this to diss them. I'm actually saying this in hopes that they can actually learn, <laughs> learn from neighbors. Like Singapore is not perfect. I'm pretty sure Singapore has their own problems as well. But if there is something worth for us learning, why not? Why not take it? You know, it. You know, it's a win-win situation, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, again, this all boils down to mentality, lor. It it oh it boils、mm-hmm. down to your upbringing. If you are not shown a good example of how to be a decent human being when it comes to using public toilets and taking care of it, there is a high chance you yourself are not going to practice in real life as well. You know, so so I、yeah. would say the key takeaway for for today's discussion is that one is mentality matters. And then number two is that、mm-hmm. learn learn from others. Don't like um you know just say that oh they are better than us. So and that's just the way how it is. No, I mean if someone has a better method of doing things, it doesn't hurt to learn from them. So yeah, I hope to all the listeners out there. I hope this discussion has um well hopefully um convince you that there's actually benefits. In maintaining public hygiene, whether you think it's your responsibility or not, because at the end of the day, it's not just you that's using it. Other people has to use public toilets as well. So we have come to the end of today's、um, discussion. So a very huge thank you to Jingwen once again for joining me.
Thanks, Sarah. Thanks again, Jing So to all listeners out there, we also thank you for tuning in. So if you like this episode, you can listen to it on Spotify or on Apple Podcasts. And if you wish to get more content from Kaya, you can follow us on our social media platforms such as Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and many more. So I'll see you on the next episode. Take care and bye.